Hello and welcome to the National League South podcast here on Three Valleys. I uh, hope you're all well. I hope you've had a good weekend. It's uh, a midweek off for teams this week, so we'll just be looking at what happened on match day four. And uh, not a goalless draw in sight yet this season. Um, and that's certainly something that we could all get used to. As Yeovil drew one all with Maidstone. Uh, commentary with uh, Paul Thorpe and Tom Bailey yesterday, uh, Saturday. And uh, where else? Well, we had uh, Western Supermare with Slough got their first three points on the board with an emphatic first half performance, landing them a 3 0 win against 10 man hosts, uh, George Alexander, firing them with a first half hat trick. It was a good day if you're on your travels with all but one in uh, all but one win in the division coming away from home, a lot of them being 2 1 victories. 10 man Tunbridge Angels held on to beat Chippenham. Bath City continued their goal scoring by beating Eastbourne Borough. Weymouth defeated Hamill Hempstead. Hamill he- Hampton and Richmond got the better of Yeovil's midweek opponent Truro City. And Avery made it three wins in a row to end Worthing's 100% winning start. There were some draws around the ground too, all ending 1-1. These came at Chelmsford where they clawed a goal back against 10-man Haven and Waterlooville. A 98-minute penalty rescued a point for Farnborough away to Dartford and nothing could separate Dover Athletic and Braintree Town. Two more wins to tell you about, both coming from sides in the southwest. South uh, St Albans fell to a 1-0 defeat at home to Torquay United and Welling are the only team yet to register a point as they lost 1-0 to Taunton. So Chelmsford 1, Haven and Waterlooville 1, Chippenham 1, Tunbridge Angels 2, Dartford 1, Farnborough 1, Dover 1, Braintree 1, Eastbourne 1, Bath 2, Hamill 1, Weymouth 2, St Albans 0, Torquay 1, Taunton 1, Welling 0, Truro 1, Hampton Richmond 2, Western 0, Sloughtown 3, uh, Worthing 1, Averley 2 and Yeovletown 1. Maidstone United 1. Now we'll start with that one, Mark Cooper, uh, Jamie Sendles-White and I think we've got George our uh, Maidstone United manager, all with a few things to say after the game. Well, Mark finishes here, Yeovil one, Maidstone one. Uh, what are your thoughts after the 90 minutes there? Frustrated, really. We uh, we need more of a spark in the final third of the pitch. You know, it's um, we control the game for large periods and comfortable, but when the ball goes in around the edge of the box, we have to have People have got to come alive, people running past people and creating bits and pieces and, and we didn't do that until sort of late on in the second half. Yeah, of course, I mean, you got the ball down and played, I mean, you mentioned that in the press conference at the end of the last game as well. Do you feel like you progressed forward a bit better on Tuesday? I'm not worried about the, 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 the build-up play, we're calm and we're precise, but once we get the ball safely into the last third, that's where your, um, that's where your flair players have got to come alive and we didn't do that today. But I still f- didn't really feel in danger. I thought we would eventually wear them down. And half time was don't give a sloppy goal away to give them some hat to hang on to. Corner comes in the box, and um, there you go. Yeah, of course, just mentioning the goal. I mean, Will's made a good save. It's just a case of having to react first. Who's going to react first to it? I haven't, I haven't seen it back yet, so I don't know if it's a 
don't know what it is, if it's a save or it's a parry or somebody's not marking, I don't know, I've not seen it back yet. I mean, the defence themselves throughout the 90 minutes had quite a solid game, uh, played the ball about well and looked quite confident with the ball. Um, Will himself after a few errors in previous games. Were you happy with how they're getting the ball down and playing themselves? Like I say, I've got no issue with that bit. From the edge of our box to 30 yards from their goal, we're fine, no issue. Of course, we have to sometimes play sideways, backwards. To, to draw the opposition out and then when we do get in that area we have to produce and we've not done that again today. Three changes were made at the same time. Uh, what was the thought behind that? Was that individually sort of their performances or was that a case of just making a change? Just throughout? trying to put some impetus and some enthusiasm onto the pitch and legs, pace. That was it. Yeah, of course. Was there any individually sort of you, you could point someone out sort of Jake Hyde or was it something they were doing wrong? Or? No, no, I'm not going to nail players individually, but we just didn't produce in the final third. So we needed a bit of energy and a bit of, bit of pace, and I felt we got that to a degree. Yeah, of course, I mean, the three of them did, did make that sort of more energetic um, impact when they did come on. Uh, Ollie Thomas doing well again. You must be pleased with how he's coming off the bench and sort of going against those tired legs. That's it. The, the three boys came on. Murphy scored. Ollie Thomas looked a threat, and so did Youngie. So... You know, they're, they're definitely playing themselves into my thinking for the, for the next game. Yeah, but mentioning Murphy's goal, I mean, you mentioned about sort of the last 10 minutes you're getting those goals when they're sort of starting to tie. You must, you must be happy to see, to see Murphy on the score sheet. Of course, that's what he is, isn't he? He's a, he's a goal-getter, centre-forward, needs to be in the box, and uh, he will score goals if we put enough balls in there for him. Yeah, sort of a slight moment at the end there during the injury time, which sort of halted your momentum mm. almost at the end there, almost similar to, you almost have a similar momentum to Ferrero. Do you feel like without that you could have probably gone and slapped one in? Possibly, but Murphy's trying to run towards a goal and the lad just rugby tackles him. So um, the referee decided to book both of them, but yeah, it was too little too late. We, If we'd have played another five minutes we'd have probably scored, but we need to start early in that. I shouldn't be having to make so many changes and working so hard to get the team firing in the final third of the pitch. Now, are you sort of starting to work out where maybe the problems are going forward, or is it sort of still? Well, I just just spoke about it for. Yeah. So it's, it's clear where the, the where the problems are as a, as a as a group, not just forward players. It's about you know when we get in there, uh, wing backs crossing it behind the goal, or giving the ball away in good areas. It's 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 a it's a combination of things. Thank you. Jamie, thanks for joining us. I mean. Just reflect on those 90 minutes there. I mean, it ends 1-1. Um, how's, it, how's it feel after that? I think there's a bit of disappointment, quite a lot of disappointment in the change room. Um, I think that's because of the standards we've set ourselves. Um, and I think we spoke in there as players and we said it's important not to overlook the positives. We've, we're unbeaten at home. Um, there's seven points in three games that we've, we've got at home. So, um, you know, we didn't lose today. We came back and, and we brought another late goal. Um, I think that the first half we had spells where we, we looked much better, but we didn't probably take our chances and maybe create enough chances as we should have done. So um, there's disappointment, but certainly we don't want to beat ourselves up too much because we know we can get back to the training ground. We know the players we've got and um, it's a work in progress. So we're confident that we can we can build on it and put things right. Yeah, of course, I mean, back in the side this afternoon, sort of a slight slight change to the back line. I mean, how, it, how is it like going back into the side after two positive results? I mean, as a player, you want to play every game. So 
um, you know, from a personal point of view, is a little bit of disappointment that I wasn't playing. But the boys went and won the two games, which was the most important thing. So to get back in the team was brilliant for me personally. And, um, you know, I, I just wanted to be able to help and, and get that win today, which we, which we missed out on. Your threat with the throw-ins, I mean, they're quite quite clear to see. Um, it must be nice having that in your in your locker to sort of add that different sort of angle for the attack, really, is it? Yeah, I think long throw-ins are so hard to defend against. Um, so, you know, it's nice to be able to, to add that to the team. And I'm sure you saw today there was one that I thought from where I was, it looked like it was over the line. Um, so, you know, it's, it's another threat that we've got. Um, but again, I think we can... We can improve bits in our open play um, that, that will help, and we maybe might not rely on the, the long throw as much. Yeah, of course. I mean, the goal conceded um, from a corner. I mean, was it a frustrating one for you as a defence to, to concede there? Sort of, sort of users made the save, but it's just not quite reacting quick enough. Yeah, of course. I think we'll have to look at that back and, and try and assess what went on there. But um, on the whole, they, they had no chances. I don't recall any other chance that they had today. Um, other than that one goal and that's probably where we need to be more clinical as a team to put our chances away so that when, when we concede if we concede one like that that we're not on the back foot and we're chasing the game again um, but I think that you know we we pushed and I think that it would have been extremely unfair to have not at least got a point like we did but I think that if you reflect on the whole game I'm, I'm sure that we probably deserved the three points. I mean, having, having had experience in this league last year, do you sort of look at them? I mean, I'm sure there's results today that you wouldn't expect to happen. Is it a case of trying to get results? Like, you know, not a draw today, but, you know, on the scheme of things, when you look back, it may be a really good result compared to sort of, I don't know, Western lost today, Worthing lost today, we're both beaten. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I think you, you'll get an idea after 10 games, like most leagues, you get an idea after 10 games where everyone's at. Um, but like I said, I think it's important that we take the positive from today that we're unbeaten at home and we've got seven points from three games so um, you know we, we've got another home game coming up on Saturday and hopefully we can we can keep that um, home run going and we can uh, put some things right in training this week and go again on Saturday. You started with the three of you at the back, you Josh and uh, Jake Wannell, um, you made an adjustment sort of after the changes happened, how is it gelling with the three of them and sort of making that defensive unit so strong? Yeah it's, it's, it's been brilliant you know you've got Staunch there who's just a a leader, um, he's got so much experience um, and, and he's brilliant to play against. You've got Wans as well, that you know, experienced boy at the level, um, and, and obviously Morgs as well on the other side. So it's been absolutely fine. You've got Wits on the left as well. So we've got a lot of experience there. So um, it, it's, it's been easy to gel. I just think we need to get those little details right um, where, where it can make us much, much better. Just word on the, the crowd today, not quite the 3,000 of the previous two, but still, still there in full voice. I mean, what's it like to be playing in front of you? Crowd like that, oh, it's brilliant! It's brilliant. You know that this club, I said it before, is is far too big for this level. Um, and you see it with the with the stadium, the the pitch, the, the fans, um, and and it's brilliant. And they when they get going, they can really push us on. So um, you know we're very thankful for that as players, and hopefully that the attendances can build um, and we can we can push on. No worries. So we're catching up with George Elakobi after today's 1-1 draw against uh, Yeovil Town. George, your, uh, your thoughts on that game, please? Um, a fantastic point away from home, in, in, our, in my opinion. Uh, my boys um, done ever so well today coming to, to a club the size of Yeovil, the budget they've got here, um, and the players they've got in. And our players have just played their hats out, um, followed their 
the game the game plan um, to to a point a man to the subs have come out here and dug deep to end us this point away from home again it seems like we almost carried on where we left off on Tuesday it was a, it was a battling performance a lot of heart and a lot of soul in there uh, as well which must have uh, must have pleased you yeah we talked about um, personalities and we talked about being bold having characters in the team in the squad making sure when we come to places like this you know good good crowd good club the way they play they like to play they like to build up their attacks but they can mix it up as well with the long friends so in in, in in order to stay in the game we had to make sure we was composed and be patient with our defending and we've seen that from brain tree and we followed that through today um, and it could have been easily us taking three points home but we'll settle for for the draw is disappointing considering late late in the game um, but again we have to look at restarts we have to look at organization because that's what wins you games and that's what loses you games and um, but we stuck to the task and that's that's important from 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 Braintree and now to Yovo. We came in uh, goalless at the break a couple of chances ourselves in that first half but uh, Lucas Coleman's pulled off a great save there hasn't he from that uh, from that corner to you know keep it level at the break. That's why we brought Lucas to the club that's why we waited that long um, to have a keeper of his caliber um, to, to pull world-class saves like that um, and to keep us in the game coming into the break nil-nil. Give us a chance to be able to pass on our, our tactical points to our players to ensure that we come out in the second half and be more aggressive with our press, be more positive but also have the balance and cover behind the ball. Um, we spoke about attacking with, with six players and we saw that uh, and making sure we are organised behind the ball with um, with 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 um, with the with the defenders and, the, and at least one midfielder, and I thought um, our pressing was quite good. Um, we knew they liked to build from the back, and you know, um, so it was important that Lucas kept us in the game. So that was that was brilliant to see. And then early in the second half, that impact substitution, Levi Manchi, on on 53 minutes, first goal. Uh, on 56 minutes, so uh, again, that must be uh, very pleasing for you. I'm really, really thrilled with not just Levi's goal, um, but with Hogo's contribution as well. Um, is to make sure tactically we don't expose all our threats to our position, um, and is to ensure that the two of them they complement each other, they bring something different to to our to our attacking play, and also to our defensive play. Um, the first thing he came on when he did was to head the ball out of our box. To ensure that we didn't concede from a corner that shows you he was switched on he was ready there's the work ethics um, and then is the composure to stay alive in the first phase and also in the second phase a fantastic flick i think from lemar reynolds brilliant delivery from sam con and then levi's followed that up with his um, first goal and that's plenty that's that's first of many to come um he's been he's been he's been dying to to score that first goal and i'm happy that he's got that on on game four Ten minutes later, they're making three substitutions. That shows you they needed to obviously change things around to try and uh, impact uh, on, on the play. We nullified that for quite a while, didn't we? But then towards the latter part of that game, they really started to come into it. Oh, definitely. Um, you know, it's a tough place to come and, and get three points. And also, it's a tough place to get a point. So they've had to make, they've had to change their shape. I think they changed their shape about two or three times. That shows credit to us. We knew what shapes they were going to they were going to bring. They, we knew their strengths. And it was about um, the character. It was about the personality again. Can we withstand the pressure um, when it mattered? 
and we did that um, as, a, as a team. And I, I can, I can, I can, I can thank the, the lads um, with their efforts, with their work ethics. It's fantastic. Everyone played a key role today in us getting the point. Great atmosphere here today. 2,900 in. 130 of those made the journey from Maidstone. You must be grateful to them for doing that. As always, um, a massive thank you to our supporters. Like I said in my interview yesterday, they are, one, they are some of the best supporters in this country. And it's, you know, it's good for us to reward them with at least a point um, in, such, in, a, in such a short space of time. And the journey they've made up here today to support us, they were in fine voices throughout the game. So this is important that you know, we acknowledge that with, with our display out here today. Um, and you know, let's not forget, it's, it's our third away game in a row. So um, these players showed, showed heart and our supporters have been there with us. And, you know, it was, it was, it was good for us to be able to, to reward them with at least a point. Well, third away game, the fourth one still to come next Saturday. We'll catch up with you before then. But for now, George, thank you and uh, well done today. Thank, thank you. you. Talk United produced a battling performance full of spirit to secure their first away win of the National League South season. A first-half goal from Ollie Tomlinson, his first goal for the goals, proved the decisive moment away at St Albans in a 1-0 victory. Well, I've got Ollie Tomlinson, but first up, here's the Torquay United manager, Gary Johnson. Gaffer, can I ask you on your thoughts on today's game, please? You can. Um, I thought the first half we, we created quite a few opportunities. Uh, we played... Our tactics and we played the boys played to the plan very well. Uh, I thought both teams worked very hard in the uh, in the sun because uh, you know they're a possession side and you know, they have a lot of possession in in their own half. So you have to keep getting across the pitch and stopping them finding the holes which they're waiting for. And especially first half we didn't give them any any holes uh, and we created enough chances really to score two or three. I thought we could have scored one or two in the second half when you know, Stobbs was a glaring one, of course. Um, but the boys worked really, really hard and we kept them down to probably one opportunity. You know, the, the fella blasted over the bar. Um, but we livened up a little bit from that and we, we finished the last 20 minutes when we made ourselves a little bit stronger. So, and, you know, we had a, a couple of breaks on them. But credit to both teams because... It, it, it was hot, hot out there today, and uh, we're still early part of the season. So, uh, and we had, a, you know, we had a few that couldn't play today, um, and we've come through it. Our supporters were great again. You know, they enjoyed the win because uh, any win's a good win because you know we're, we're further up the league now, um, and we're sort of one win away from the top. Um, so that's where we need to be. It was, a, it was a big game, and then it'll be a big game next week. And I'm sure it'll be a big game the week after. But uh, I was pleased for the lads because you know, we, we, we put a lot of work into playing against the, the teams that have a lot of possession around the back and not leaving ourselves open. Now, St Albans tried to dictate the, the passage of play early doors, playing a lot along the back, defender to keeper, keeper back to defender. How impressed was you that your team pushing on at, at that and, and kind of uh, rustling their, the, the feathers a little bit and not allowing them to play as, as casually as they might like? Yeah, that's right. Well, you're always going to be a man short up there because you have to keep your 2v1 at the back. So our spare man is a centre-half. Um, and so when they you know, got three at the back and they used their goalkeeper, 
um, it takes a bit of work and you've got to keep manoeuvring, you've got to get across the pitch when it goes one side, you mustn't fly in and kamikaze as I said and, um, and you wait for that, you're patient uh, and then you, you anticipate and then you pounce and I thought we did that, we did that really well. Um, and when we did pounce, the only thing that was wrong, uh, you know, not quite right was that we didn't get as many goals as we might have done, having pounced quite a few times. And we call it seizing the moment. And Ollie Tomlinson, something off the training ground, was that one? Yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, Danzy's been giving him a bit of stick. I've, it was me with Ross saying it was Danzy with, with Ollie. I, I think he's been fantastic, Ollie Tomlinson. You know, he's he's looks a very very good. Uh, centre half, all that we did with him last year by loaning him out, letting him grow up, if you like. You know, he's uh, you know he's a he's a fixture now. You know, he's he's looking very very strong. I don't want to put the mockers on him, and I'm sure I won't because he's a real level-headed kid and he won a lot of headers and he deserved his goal because he's been playing. He's one of the bright sparks when we're not playing well. You know, we've had a couple of a game and a half of not playing well, but uh, it wasn't down to him. Finally, key players missing in Dean Moxie, Asa Hall, Aaron Jarvis today. How delighted are you then that the, the depth of the squad seems to be there, that the, the backup is there to come in yeah. and, and, and play like that? Well, when, when you win, you, you know, it's easy to say, yeah, we've got a backup squad and we're this, that and the other. But uh, if we lose, then everybody says it's not a backup squad. But I thought all of them did well. Um, we need more competition. Uh, we've still got four loans that we're hoping um, when the league window shuts, that's when generally you can follow up on some of the lads that you, you, you were interested in. Um, and you've got to leave those four places because, and that's probably what we're going to need, another three or four uh, loans to, to bring in um, that are, are going to do as good as some of our previous loans. And I thought, well done well today as well, especially first half. Worked very hard. Thank you. Congratulations. No, um, thank you. Appreciate it. Ollie, first goal for the club this afternoon. Yeah. How is it? It was good, yeah. yeah. Celebration needs a bit of work, but uh, that, can, uh, that can be worked on. So, yeah, it's great. Gaffer said it's something that's been worked on in the, in the training ground. So how pleasing was it to see something like that come off? Yeah, yeah, for sure. We do a lot of work on set plays and... I think it's our first one this season and uh, yeah, it's really good to see it come off. You've had a great start to the season, you've looked solid at the back and, and really made that centre-back position, position your own. Has that been something that's been obviously planned on over particularly last season with your, your loan spells last season as well, to now come into the squad and, and be a, a, become a key member of it? Yeah, yeah so uh, the, the loan really helped me out, um, just showing that I was able to play at this level, obviously it was this league last year so um, yeah I think like coming back into it really wanted to get myself and like establish myself in the team and hopefully at the minute I'm, I'm, I'm doing that and on the way to, to doing that so yeah. And certainly you and Ross in that back four line at the moment are kind of making a nice little partnership for yourselves as well with obviously Dan, Dan out on the on the left and, and Sean out on, on the right. Is there a good communication between them? Yeah yeah there is yeah we, uh, we all know that we can trust each other more. We'll always be covering. If, if any of us makes a mistake, then uh, yeah, we're, we're right there covering each other. And it's been good. Well done today. Thanks very much. Congratulations on your first goal for the Perfect, thank you. Well, Weymouth picked up their uh, 
three points away at Hemel Hempstead this weekend. A penalty from Brandon Goodship and a second half goal from substitute Stag secured Tom Stag in the 78th minute, um, who made an instant impact coming on in the second half, curling a venomous cross into the far right-hand corner. And he whirled away in celebration as that goal would turn out to be the match winner for the Terrors. Well, before we speak to a jubilant Terrors manager in Bobby Wilkinson, uh, here's what the Hemel Hempstead uh, side had to say after the game. Maz, a, a frustrating uh, afternoon, but I imagine a, a frustrating week off the back of uh, two consecutive defeats. Sum up your emotion after that game in particular today. Well, obviously, initial reflection is it's never nice to lose a game of football, especially in front of our home fans. I thought large parts of the game we done really well. But once again, we're getting into that final third where we're not tucking in the chances and we're allowing opposition to stay in the game. And for whatever reason, in the last two games, they've gone on on the other side and, you know, punished us. And we're, we're there huffing and puffing, trying again and again and again. But the doors keep locking. Um, we have to have a, a hard look at ourselves. Personally, I think, you know, the, the boys are doing right, every, everything right from box to box. But it's just those fine margins that are letting us down at the moment. And, you know, we need to regroup. You know, it's, it's four games in. It's not all doom and gloom, but the positivity out of it is we are creating the chances and now putting it in the back of the net. And that's, from a coaching point of view, I'm trying to be positive. We are creating those chances. It's now, like I said, you know, finding that, that ruthless edge that will, you know, give us a bit of breathing space in the game rather than always, you know, looking over our shoulder and, and defending and defending and hoping that they're not doing anything with their attacks and, you know, us not really taking our chances on the other end. Was it pleasing to go in level at half-time because of, on the balance of play, the chance you had first half, we should have certainly uh, been one or two up ahead, but to go in at half-time through Kyle, scoring from the corner, was that, was that a, a chance to reset? Yeah, definitely. I mean, we, we spoke to the boys at half-time. It, it was a great response, considering, you know, another cheap, silly foul in and our box and, you know, conceded a penalty. Um, you know, we'll, we'll look at that again on the video and see the fine details of who's doing what and what we could have done better. But like you said, on the flip side, from our point of view, you know, the boys did show great motivation and, and resilience to get back in just before half time and give us a, a great shout of going on to win the game, um, a, a corner routine that we've worked on. And, you know, Carl was due one and, you know, it was a great time for him to, to get that goal and, you know, get us, like you said, level at half time. We tweaked one or two things at half time and we did look like we was on the front foot creating chances in the second half. But once again, like I said, you know, we need to be ruthless in both boxes you know have that mean streak about us otherwise at this level you get punished looking at the results and what teams have done i know that we're focused very much on ourselves but looking at what other teams have done there's there's no team with a hundred percent record uh, we've seen some interesting results across the league today we spoke before the game me and you about any team can beat anyone is this just a sort of a measure in terms of how the league is going to pan out over the next few weeks well definitely that's how, that's how games of football are but especially at this level you know Anyone can beat anyone like we spoke about. Um, every team has their strength. Every team can be exploited in certain ways, you know, but, you know, fair play to the gaffer and the management team, you know, relentless in terms of their work behind the scenes to prepare the boys and get the boys ready. You know, in this occasion, it hasn't worked out, but I'm pretty sure of our style of play and how we like to play, 
we'll, we'll get more free points than not playing like that. And to be fair, that's probably not the best that we've played. You've got to see in hindsight a lot of injuries, um, a lot of key bodies missing. But that's why we've got a squad. You know, we, we trust them as management to, to come in and fill in the void uh, and, you know, you know, keep up to, to speed at this level. Because like we said, National League football, anyone can beat anyone. Um, I don't really like to look at other teams. And, you know, especially this early on in, in the season, you really get a, a feel of it after 10 games. Like we said, we're only four games in. Um, overall reflection, two wins. Two losses. Um, you look at the losses. Should there have been losses? No. But, you know, teams have done the job on us and we've got to regroup. We've got a full week of training now, um, leading on to Maidstone at home. You know, back-to-back home games. I've spoken to the boys in there. You know, this, this stadium here needs to be a fortress this year. And anything we pick up, and we will pick up away from home, you know, it's more than just a bonus. And we kickstart that push. But, you know, we're confident. You know, it's just another mini blip. It's little details. And, yeah, like I said, we regroup and we go again. Well, Joe, that uh, performance there and that result tops a a disappointing week for us and for you as a team. Uh, What's your emotions after that game? Uh, Yeah, first and foremost, uh, very disappointed. Um, I feel like in both games, Tuesday night and today, uh, we're in the game at 1-0, controlling the game. They're both very similar where we felt that that we had control in the second half and that we were at worst going to come away with a point in both games and, and maybe even look to go on to win. But, but yeah, I suppose some mistakes have, have caused us to, to, yeah, unfortunately lose both. Was it a, a frustrating afternoon in the sense where you saw a few players around you where in your playing position have to leave the field uh, because of some, some knocks or some injuries and, and that really disrupted the rhythm, didn't it, going forward? Uh, yeah, yeah, look, that's part and parcel of football. You're going to get injuries throughout the season. Um, but look, we, we back our squad and we've got a good squad that players can come in and do the same. And, and that happened today. Obviously, tight to go off early doors and we made changes. Uh, Arge was unfit today and we looked good. We, we played some good football. We created good chances. But yeah, overall, just, just frustrating. Now, I know that obviously what's said in the dressing room amongst you as, as players remains private, but you, you did get together as a group just off the, what, on the pitch, just at full time there. What sort of, what was the key message of those discussions? Uh, I think the main thing is just to believe, believe in the process. Uh, this, this has all started from, from day one of pre-season. Uh, we believe in, in what we've been working on, what we've been doing, and we know that, that it's going to come good. So as long as we stick to, to what we know, um, keep the belief, uh, and keep our confidence when we're playing that we, we know will come good. And lastly, Tuesday, Thursday training, there's, there's not game in the week, so is, is this the perfect opportunity to maybe have a look at Farnborough, have a look at this game, and maybe tweak some things going forward? Yeah, exactly. Look, first and foremost, I think we, we want to recover well. Uh, obviously, the, the boys injured will hopefully that gives them a bit of time to, to get back, rehab, um, and that we'll, we'll reflect on things that we did well and when, things we could do better. And, uh, yeah, full steam ahead for Maidstone next weekend and hopefully we can put it right. So, Bobby, it's thanks for being here. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm very, very proud of every individual on and off the park this week because we've done a hell of a lot of work this week. Come and play against a good side with a good manager, a great chairman here, and good and a very good uh, football club. Uh, I wanted to show a few people straight away that way we're from, that we're trying to win games away from home and, uh, as well as at home. So, 
So, um, man for man, I think everyone was man of the match one night because they had to do a lot of detail this week because they passed the ball around really well, didn't they? But our game plan was to catch them on the break um, and it, it worked today. So today was our day. Some days it doesn't always work the way you want it to, but today was our day. And um, just want to say thanks to all the fans for um, coming out, all the board members have been superb this week. Um, all our chairmen's had an operation this week, so he asked me to get him three points to make him feel better. So hopefully that'll make him feel better and he'll be happy tonight. He's never normally happy at the moment. He, he drives us on as much as I drive everyone on. So uh, yeah, I'll, I'll send him a little text later. That, that results for him. Tom Stagg returned to the side this afternoon. How pleased were you that he could make an impact when substituted on? Well, what, what many people don't know, he wasn't even in the squad last night. Um, I don't know what it was. Uh, me and my assistant, we had a chat yesterday and I said to my assistant, how do you leave this boy out of the squad when he's the finisher? Um, and I felt really sorry for Nahum, who's done nothing wrong, but I decided right at the last minute, I'd already told Staggy yesterday he's not in the squad, um, but sometimes you have to analyse things, go away, reflect what would happen if he gets that chance. So, yeah, he will tell you himself, it was so late yesterday, I rang him up and I said, could you do 20 minutes, because he's only been back a week. And he said to me, Gaff, I'm ready to play, I'm ready to play. As soon as he said it to me, the, co the conversations now, I've got to go to Nahum and say he's not in the squad. Um, that, you know, and I feel for him because he didn't deserve to be out, but it ended up being the right decision today. So well done to Staggy. One chance, one finish. He knows where the back of the net is, but he's not, he's only trained with us once. He's been out for a long time, but that's the gambles you've got to take in football. So I'm really pleased with that one. So alongside Tom Stagg, we've had four other goal scorers this season, all five goals coming from five different outputs. That must be pleasing for you to see not just one player scoring all the goals, they're coming, coming from the whole team. Well, listen, when you lose goal scores that we have, you have to bring in teams that are, uh, sorry, players in that can score from every department. So uh, we, we spoke about that in great depth. You can't just rely on two players. Everyone's got to chip in. And if you bring a group together and they believe in each other, they're chipping. They're all chipping. But today, man for man, they're all tens, aren't they? Um, and we look leggy at times today because I always push them to the limit. That's the way I like to manage. And there was times when I wanted them to press even harder. But it was a hot, scorching day, AstroTurf. That's why this is such a brilliant result. This is a statement today that we mean business, that we're having a go. Um, and, you know, we're prepared now for the next game. That's going to be a massive challenge. We will enjoy an hour. And then I promise you, by tonight, tomorrow morning, we won't be allowed to speak about this result. It, it's gone, it's top, uh, ticked off, and now we go again. Brandon Goodship stepped up to take the penalty. Did Brandon put himself towards um, taking the spot kick, or did you nominate him to Me and Tom it? spoke about it. Brandon wanted it, so Brandon takes it. Uh, I do everything as a team here. I don't demand. Um, I, I always speak to people, because Tom's my captain. He said Brandon wanted it. He was happy to give it to Brandon, and I was very happy Brandon had it. So, uh, as a group, that's what we do. I don't need to tell them who's taking it, who's not. If Tom wanted it, I would allow him to have it. He's my captain. If he believes he's going to score. Um, but, I'm not going to lie, I'm he gave it to Brad because Brad's cool finish on it. Um, so I'm really pleased for that. For them, for them too, as a team, they decided what was best for the team. And that's what really impressed me with that decision. I know you like to keep it to one game at a time, so I'll put it in the context of the fans. You must be pleased for them that they can look at the table and see we're sat in the playoff places as it stands. Not interested. Uh, you have to ask the question, I respect that. I'm not going to look at the league table. If I was bottom today or on top today or on middle table, uh, I don't know where we're going to be. But no, I don't need to look at that. It's on to the next game because you can move positions very quickly. It's where you finish, never how you start. 
but if you work hard in pre-season and you come together quickly, you have a chance of having a good season, and that's all I'm trying to do here. Make sure we have a good season. Team spirit is absolutely different class at the moment. They're all digging in for each other. Because people had to do jobs today they don't normally do. Um, and when Dan couldn't run in the last six, seven minutes, I had to ask my two other forwards to do man-to-man marking on their wing backs because they were the, the, the threat. And uh, they went in there and done it. It wasn't about scoring a third. It was about holding on to a lead in the last 10 minutes, especially when we were down to 10 men. Robbo should have come off, but said to me, Gaffer, I'll stay on and just be a number. Um, and that's the characters all around me. And uh, that's what the characters came off on. And I'm just so proud for everyone off Weymouth today, on and off the park, they deserve all the credit. And on Dan Roberts, is that a, a serious injury? Or is uh, it he's he's rolled it. That would be maybe a week, two weeks. I'm starting to get a few injuries again, what's not helping me. Uh, but I think you've seen last year, I don't dwell on it. We'll move, we'll work extremely hard to make sure we got the right players fit. Maybe bring one in if we have to bring one in. But when you see Staggy do that, and you've got Norman on the bench waiting to be a finisher himself. Um, listen, today wasn't right for Frankie to come on uh, because of the game plan, what we're trying to do. But they're all playing a big part to, be, uh, to win games football. But, uh, Chum- oh, sorry. Sorry, <laughs> uh, Chelmsford up next at the Bob Lucas. How will, how will he look to fill in this afternoon's victory going that one? As soon as I get the report tomorrow, we will start working tomorrow, me and the management team. We are uh, together on Monday to start preparing for that. Um, what we know, they're one of the favourites to go up this year as well. They've got a good football club and a good manager as well. But that's what's next on the agenda and that's what we're that's what we will thrive to try and beat them at the Bob Lucas and we're we're playing very well at the moment and we've continued momentum from last year as well not that I like to bring that up but we are now on a very good run and we like this feeling we like to feel winners um, and we just we'll take it one game at a time see how we go well thanks done. so much thank, thank you well Bath City uh, produced a perfect response to the Western Supermare heavy defeat with a hard-fought 2-1 victory at Eastbourne Borough on Saturday. First-half goals from Jordan Thomas and Cody Cook put them in control of the game before Eastbourne pulled a goal back 13 minutes from time. City were then in an indebted to several excellent saves from Ollie Wright before they could celebrate the three points. Well, here we've got young Jerry Gill and... Uh, the captain of our city, with their views on uh, three points gained on their travels. Well, the perfect response on Tuesday, simply, Jerry. Excellent. Uh, tonight, I'm really pleased with my players because a lot of questions get asked after a result like we had Tuesday, but we knew it was a freak result. We knew the opposition probably played harder than they ever would play in any game in this season. Um, and for us, we just went back to what we're about. We know we've got a fantastic group of players. We went to a different system, different shape, because we were sort of governed by that. Joe Reigns was struggling a little bit with groin and hamstring. Tom Smith wasn't very well, so we, we knew we wanted to go with Cody and Scotty as well up the top if we could and cause them problems. We knew that there was a frailty at the back here at Eastbourne. Very good football inside, a clear philosophy of how they want to play, but we felt as if we could go and, go and hurt them. I thought fan- first half we were absolutely fantastic. I thought we got the press right. We tweaked it a little bit, went to a front three instead of one and a two. Front three worked extremely hard, and um, and when we changed it, it was nice because we we got we got we snapped on and Jordan goes and wins the ball back and goes and scores a great goal, and I'm really pleased for Cody because he's got off the mark with his penalty really really calm. We know his little routine he goes through, and um, of course you come under pressure second half. Any game you play in this league this year, there's going to be a team that has a 20 minute spell, 
and it's really important that we try and keep a clean sheet. When we do it, we didn't manage to, but the important thing tonight is the three points for Bath City, and that's what we got. How important was that first half of the platform? You said, I, I worry, babe, but really, Eastwood didn't create anything. And no. when 1-0 up, suddenly mistakes from them were creeping in, grew into the ascendancy, and then got the deserved second on half-time. Yeah, we felt like they were getting really edgy, really nervous. They, they're obviously coached to play a lot of short passes. Um, we felt as if the threat in behind when they're making runs from out to in weren't really hurting us. We, we were distances were really good. The midfield too, we asked them not go and press, just sit in there and work laterally across the pitch. And like I say, even the substitutes when they go on, Jordan Dyer with a fantastic header in the box when he goes on. Tom Smith going out, he goes through, should score, but doesn't to make it to make it three, one v one with the keeper. He knows he should do better with that. Um, and Joe Rain's having a pop because young Ewan was out on his feet as well, but. Now, this is a tough place to come. There's obviously been a big change here, change in philosophy, change how the club feels. Um, and it was important we came here and was really hard to beat. But on top of that, as I said, we've got some players that are really good in attacking threat and we thought we showed it. Again, just hanging on because, ironically, I say Eastbourne probably got better when they went down. They were forced down to 10 men yeah. when Shiloh Remy came off. Really backs to the wall, just heroic from your defence, almost a back five at times. But the fact that they, they stood firm and hold out is a great confidence booster. Well, that was their spell. We knew, like I said, teams are going to have spells. We can't be silly enough. It's a tough, tough league. And um, that's the bits we didn't quite get right on Tuesday. But I have to say, everything that would go against us Tuesday went against us. So people need to just take it in isolation for what it was we, after Thursday we drew a line under that game that's not going to happen in the opposite fixture I guarantee you that there's no way we've got so much ammunition we want to use in that and energy and fuel we want to use in that game there's a way of winning there's a way of losing a way of drawing and we'll continue to do what we think is right we're respectful to our opposition and then we just move on to the next one the league is a tough tough league just seen some of the results here today and there's one that I did predict and I spoke to one manager last night and that one's come off and um for tonight, the focus was, of course, all about us and Bath City and try and get some mad. If we came here and got a draw, I would have taken it. But we've come here and we've got three points. And now that's seven points away from the four games we've played. With the home game to come where we need to be just as tough to beat and be just as exciting an attacking threat. We'll make sure the bodies are, are fit and raring to go. Like I said, one thing I probably learnt from the Western game was we've got to rotate at times because physically it's a tough league. Um, and, and I'm, like I say, I'm really pleased for the players tonight. And also the travelling fans that come here. That's, they're the ones. Those fans that have come here tonight and this afternoon to travel all the way to Eastbourne when there's an air show on, etc. Lots of travel. They're the ones. And they back the team and they support us and they follow us through thick and thin. And all we're trying to do is give them positive results and positive performances. And today they've gone away with one. So massive thank you to them as well. And uh, a team performance, obviously. But Ollie Wright, your goalkeeper saving from his opposite number in the last few stages, heart and mouth time? Well, I was behind it. I, I could see he, he struck it really well, actually, and it's bouncing along the floor. I think Ollie would have been disappointed if he didn't, if he didn't save it. He's tucked it around the corner because he felt as if he couldn't handle it. So, um, yeah, listen, he, he's learning every game. There's bits he's got good mentors, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. He has. He's, got, he's got Jim, obviously, and he's got Dean. do a fantastic job with him. But the one thing is, and I've said to a lot of the young lads in there, they're doing terrific, but they're still learning. They're going to make mistakes. So when Ollie's down here and he's playing a pass to Kieran, when he should put his foot through it and it should go up the pitch and Kieran gets injured, those are the bits he needs to learn and take away. But as a whole, he's been a fantastic signing for us so far. He's going to make more mistakes through the season, but he's learning on the job. And so is Jordan Thomas, so is Ewan Clark, and I can go through those young players. But the experienced boys are there to help them learn as well. Um, so if you can come out and you're learning and you're winning games and getting three points, it's not a bad day. We're going to really enjoy it. We'll go in the bar and we'll have a few drinks. And we've got a lovely trip back now on the coach, which, which we all deserve.
you know, and then you got more days to recover a week until the Hampton game. We've got their first win of the season. They picked up in the last couple of games, and uh, it seems boring saying it. No easy games. Well, there isn't, Mark. No, it's not boring. It's the facts. This league gets tougher and tougher. And um, Hampton and Richmond, we know, big investment gone in there, big squad. Um, they'll play a different style to what it was before. We know what they're all about, but it'll be a really, really tough game for us. And um, we've got to get back to winning again at Twerton Park. We've had the one against Maidstone. We had a little blip, um, but we'll get back to winning at Twerton Park. We're trying to get a positive result there because it's a great place to go and play your football. Tuesday night with a fantastic crowd. We know we didn't do a, we didn't do we didn't do all ourselves justice that night, but we didn't go out there and do it on purpose. We come here and we know we've got to try and get a result and we've done it and that shows a lot about the character of the football club all round, I mean. So everyone who's been supporting me this week and the players have been brilliant. Forget the noise and don't listen to it and all we can do is focus on us. And we know if we do our job properly and I said to you on Tuesday night, the only way we know is to get back on and work hard. It would have been easy to give the boys a night off on Thursday but we didn't, we came in and we worked. We analysed the game and we analysed this. We came with a game plan and... Um, and then we've gone away with deserved three points. Seven points and 12. Well done for a decent start to the season. We'll see you next week. Cheers. Thanks, mate. Kieran, did that post-match pint taste of relief? <laughs> yeah, no, definitely for sure. Um, obviously, after Tuesday's performance, um, we knew as a group that wasn't nowhere near our standards. And, uh, yeah, to come to a tough place like Eastbourne today and put it right, um, it's no better feeling. So, yeah, no, um, we're all buzzing in there with the three points. And, uh, yeah, got another big game now next Saturday. What was a key thing to success, maybe the first half performance? Yeah, no, we, uh, I think as a group, um, we've got loads of good characters in the group, so um, we knew Eastbourne were going to put a bit of pressure onto us, and I thought we soaked up really well. Um, and probably, well, we were the most dangerous team in the, in the first half as well, so um, we know we've got that quality in, in front of us. Um, but yeah, no, we felt really solid today as well. Yeah, you're solid by going to the back three as well which you played second half of last season was it something they worked on at training did you know then that it was going to revert to the former formation yeah we done a bit on Thursday night um, with a back three um, obviously we've been comfortable with that last season as well so um, yeah if it's a four or three um, us boys at the back we played together for a long time now as well um, so yeah we're more than comfortable with chops and changing between the two It was usually you're the left of the three which we had last year but this time uh, you Jack Batten uh, do well, Dan Greenside as well, really impressive. So, does it matter much that you're in the heart of it, in the centre? No, not really, because it's, it's pretty similar to playing to a back four as well. Um, obviously, you're more central on the pitch. Um, it's just you've got that extra bit of um, cover from your left side and, and your right side as well. So, um, no, I enjoy playing there. Um, I felt I could organise a little bit better as well because I've got a lot more. I can see the pitch a little bit more. Um, but no, um, listen, Bats and, and Danny were excellent. We played together all last season as well, um, and we're all comfortable playing with each other. Did it feel like a bit of a pressure shift when you're 2-0 up and playing against 10 men, and then suddenly they pull one back? No one's expecting East one to get back into it. Does it feel like the pressure comes on to you a little bit more? Yeah, it naturally does, um, obviously with the result we had Tuesday as well. But um, listen, we've got some great characters in, in that change room. Um, and listen, we, we soaked up everything, uh, regardless if they went down to 10 men or not. It's always going to be a tough one coming down to a place like this. Um, Obviously, they had the wind with them as well with the, with the second half as well. So um, any balls coming into the box was was always going to be tough to deal with. But uh, like I said, we, we we all dealt with it well. And obviously, the boys who came on, Rainsy um, and Jord, obviously helped us at the back as well. We were, were superb as well when they came on. Yeah, and great going forward, lethal in the first half. So the first shot on target, I think, from both teams, Jordan Thomas. He, he's really settled in nicely. Yeah, he has. He's, um, he's obviously still learning as well. Um, but yeah, he's been excellent. 
um, the first four games of the season. And uh, yeah, with, with Cody and Scott up there as well, obviously they've got a lot of experience at this level as well. And I thought that both of them were superb. Um, we've obviously stopping them trying to uh, play out as well. Feels like a good group to captain. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm like I said, I said it in all of my interviews. I'm privileged to to captain obviously this group and obviously this club as well. So um, listen, it's not just me. There's a, 11 other leaders on the pitch, and obviously boys on the bench, and obviously the gaffer and all the coaching staff as well. It's not just it's just not just me on the on the pitch as well. Um, but yeah, um, like I said, it's a privilege. Grateful to have a, a week off before the next game, another toughie against Hampton. Yeah, no, obviously it's it's nice coming down here with a. With a, coming back home with a three points obviously as a, we were up early this morning and yeah we'll have a nice coach journey home um, obviously and then we go um, go to uh, who's it we got go, go to Twitter go to Twitter and, uh, <laughs> at home and then we got St Albans away so yeah they don't get any easier um, but it's one we'll go and relish and go and get something from the games thanks for chatting to us well done for the three points thank you guys cheers half time 2-0 down and then we go down 10 minutes second half but the boys show character to get back into it just not enough yeah, I'm proud of the boys for their second half performance. I thought it was outstanding. Um, but that doesn't uh, give you the three points. Um, the first half is... Um, you're learning things about players all the time. Um, I won't go into too much detail in terms of the technical aspects of it, but things that we work on in the week, um, what's an implement then, um, and the game plan. So it um, took the half time to get organised and obviously made three subs. Two were... Enforced, which were made for tactical reasons, and then one as we was about to start the game, one of the players felt sick. Freddie, I had to take him off as well, so it sort of forced my hand. The fact that we'd already made the two, I had to bring on another one. So then it's left us a bit short. Well, left us short because Swin and Charlie come off with a hamstring injury. But listen, you learn about players all the time. Um, I thought the boys uh, that come on and the boys that finished that game was absolutely outstanding. Um, as I say, that gets the three points. And um, must be positive aspects to take from the second half, especially. Yeah, listen, the, the, the most important thing in all this is that um, we're trying to win football matches. Uh, we ain't got three points at home today. We lost, obviously, Monday, but as I say, we learn all the time. And you get to see um, what combinations are working, what players are working. And uh, I thought, at the end, that was a team that um, typifies the club and what we're trying to do. And the work rate, the enthusiasm, the energy, the keeping it simple, the passing, the movement. Um, but... You don't football games don't last 45 minutes, and I can't. We've, we've got to start doing this for 90 minutes, and that's the thing that we um, I keep reminding the players. And it's going to be another hard week of work. I can see the fans' frustration, see it half time, like um, literally screaming in my face and spitting on me, which um, I wasn't happy about. But um, they got to trust me and back me, and you can see what we did second half by coming out and giving a great performance. Um, it takes time. Rome won't be able to down, like we're trying to work hard on things, and um, one thing I'll never ever criticise the players for is um, if they make a mistake. Because there's going to be mistakes made in football. It's 90 minutes long and you see it time and time again. Um, but having that discipline, like giving away a sloppy penalty with seconds to go, um, and then I think like you, you just see their heads go down a bit after 1 0, and then after a little kick up the bum at half time, the energy, and that, that's what I want. That's the reaction I wanted. And now that reaction goes on to training Tuesday. We can't be downbeat. We have to be up and positive. Uh, yes, the fans could go away. And, um, they, they, they could be thinking, like, this is going to be a long, tough season. But this is four games in. This is a brand new team. I've had to recruit 18 players. I was left with three. And um, we've seen when we're doing well, everyone's patting our backs. going to be a good season. Now we've had a couple of defeats. Uh, we need everyone to unite together. That includes me, my staff, uh, and the players, and don't need no clicks. 
Um, we need fans to support us, even if um, you can't see light in tunnel, because we will get there because of our hard work and what we're going to uh, do this week. And um, we, we, we're just going to work so hard to put things right. And uh, as you mentioned this week, uh, no game this week, focus on training, then uh, back in next Saturday. Yeah, listen, and I keep saying to you, there's no easy games in this league, so you cannot just turn up and expect to um, turn up and teams will roll over, so it don't happen. It's a very tough league, it's, um, you've got some great players in it, and like this, listen, stats will come in at the end of the day, we probably had 70% possession, literally lion's share of the chances, but we lost the game too long. Um, so it's getting, getting the right combinations right. I mean, we've had the injury today with Shiloh, I don't know how long he's going to be out for, Brad Barry's out, so there's two very key players, but that's why you've got a big squad and that's why we've got to utilise and um, we've got to put things right. Thank you, mate. Well, Tunbridge, Angels had three points gained at the weekend as they won 2-1 away at Chippenham. Here's the reaction from their game down here in the southwest. Jay, first away win in the season, how did you see that one? Uh, I thought we deserved it. Uh, obviously at the end there where you, when it gets tight and <clears throat> excuse me you're not hanging on but like down to 10 men so it's a bit backs against the wall for the last five or ten which I thought we defended really well um, yeah I, I, I did well earned three points but yeah, especially first half I thought we were uh, we were excellent first half I'm only glad sort of two or three up and is it uh, pleasing to see a goal like that working from the outside into Stefan Payne and he just sort of flicks head, is that what you brought him in for? Yeah, listen, Payne, if we're, when we're getting completely up to speed, he's four goals, he's, he's done this, so I'm pleased for him. We managed to get 70, 75 out of him, he's getting there, he's, um, so he's kind of one of those where he came in pre-season, obviously, he killed him, so, but look, he showed his experience today, he got hold of the ball, he's made a difference since he's coming to the side, so I'm, I'm pleased for him, it's always, as a goal scorer, you want to get your first goal for the club and he's done that, um, so that's a positive. But if you're looking first half like Ruben, Ibby, like the amount of chances we had first half, I think, I think five minutes in, like Ruben went through one on one, and he has to score. Um, at the moment, we're with Ruben, we need end product from him, and he knows that. Hence why I took him off. Um, Ibby's the same, he, he should have maybe had a couple, but that first half, I thought, was a, for an away performance, was a really good good performance. We, we, we sort of were in, had a lot of possession and were camped in their half um, for large parts of it against a side that. A very, a very good side that, that Gary's got down here at Chippenham. And tell me about the second half then, and especially that goal, obviously conceding a low cross feels. Yeah, I, feels listen, bad. the boys got, got got mixed up a little bit. They, they've, they've kind of not picked up the correct runners. They've gone zonal because it was a deep free, uh, free kick rather than a corner, and we've set up as a corner rather than, than going man for man, and, and we got caught out. Um, good finish from the lad, and that was the annoying thing because. I felt that if we'd have scored a couple more in the first half, the game's dead. But it wasn't 1-0, as we found out the other night against Dover. They're always in the game. So um, that's something we've got to address. Something we've got to improve on, and we will. Um, whether that's changing personnel, whether it, whatever it be, to get get that right fixed. Because at the moment, that's what we need to concentrate on. Because we've come away from home and put on a really good performance for the large part. So the goal was disappointing. What was good is the boys' heads didn't go down. We then responded. Um, we get the get the penalty which I felt was a penalty um, he's pulled Jamie down at far post just getting to their gaffer and he's admitted it was a pen um, and then obviously Faggy's sending off and things got a bit scrappy um, Do you think we would have scored without the penalty because you did change the front three towards yeah, the end look, of the game I had to really and, 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 I, and I Woody came on had an impact JT come on an impact and that's what it's all about that's what you want from your subs I just said that them in there um, obviously the Faggy one's a silly sending off he's got to learn from it um, 
he's, he's got caught up. Listen, the, the, the centre half's an experienced centre half, and he's got his phase. They've had a roll about. The thing is, what annoys me with that is that the referee's not seen it, and he's, he's got them both up, spoke to them both, and then the linesman, for some reason, has called him over and, and told him to book Faggy. Yet he spoke to both of them for wrestling. If he's going to do that, he has to book both. So. It, it was silly, but again, without talking about officials, it's consistency. Tuesday night, I thought the officials were really good. Um, let things flow. You look at today, I don't know how bookings there were, there's probably about eight or nine bookings are sending off, and honestly, there's not a bad tackle in the game. And I don't even think it's a, I don't think it's a booking for, for Faggy, but if you get caught up, you're always running that risk. So, again, it's just the consistency. That's the frustrating thing. On the positive side, you go away with three points, and you're travelling away again next Saturday to Yeovil. Yeah, another long trip, but it's uh, look. I don't mind the away games. I thought the support again, fantastic. That's why we went and saw them at the end. Um, and, and the boys have come here, and it'll be a different task. The over obviously will be one of the fancy sides, but we've put on a good display today. You know? And you can see signs at, like at the back, Jamie and Cody, or the back, back four, Johnny and Goal. We look very, very good. They didn't really trouble us. You're looking at one moment from the set piece. Other than that, we've we've looked comfortable. So it's good signs. Um, we just got to keep building and keep improving. If we do that, we'll be okay. Well, we look forward to it. Cheers, mate. Brilliant. Match winner, Lewis Scott, for the second game running. How's that feel? Yeah, yeah good. Yeah. I didn't really know I was on pens, to be honest, but I mean, Steph was off the pitch and ball fell to me as, as, as we got the pens. So I was just like, yeah, I'll take it. Okay, I was going to ask that actually. So, so, so Steph is penalty taker? Well, first? no, we actually don't. We haven't talked about it. I take him in for training, though, a lot, like at the end of the session and stuff. Um, to be honest, if you've seen the size of Steph, I think he'd have bullied me for it if he um, if he was on the pitch. <laughs> but yeah, I just stepped up because he was on the pitch. How much does that win mean? Because it was one we had to work a little bit hard yeah, for, but massive deserve, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. Because I mean, it's it's a bit like um, who was it? Dover on Tuesday. We mm. should have been outside in the first half or the first 60 minutes at least, and we just made it difficult for ourselves again. So the fact that we, I mean, we've made it hard, but. Um, We've made it hard for ourselves, but we've done the job, so it's what we're, we're in high spirits. You'll have to tell us what the penalty was awarded for, because behind the goal we didn't spot it, and I'm not sure many of you spotted it. No, I took the corner, so I don't have a clue. <laughs> I just happily take the penalty. There's a shirt pull, I gather, but I don't know what Yeah, yeah maybe, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, in the first half, I thought I'd go down the, the, the slope. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know if that's a difference first and second half, so, you know, at all, whether there is a difference at all with when you've got a slope like this. Yeah. But dominated first half, I thought. Yeah, I think it takes a little, a little bit of it. Um, but we just, I mean, as we did on Tuesday, we started very well. Mm -hmm. And I think we could have, as I said before, we could have put the game to bed. Second half, we knew, obviously, they're going to have the slope. And we knew in football, second half, they regroup. The gaffer's going to say something and they're going to put Palos on a bit of pressure. But I felt we dealt with it. The first half of that, second half we was good and then I think legs started to tire a little bit towards the end and but I mean going out to 10 men obviously we just hang on in the end. So, yeah and it's that stoppage time I mean I didn't even see the ball go up and told it was seven ten minutes in we were still yeah. playing makes it tense doesn't it? Yeah I mean I don't know I, I kept asking the ref I've probably asked him about 20 times I'll let Ireland lift but yeah <laughs> doesn't matter. Two goals for you this season how many did you get last year? I've got four. Right. Yeah so I'm nearly there. Um, yeah I set a goal for myself double figures at least this year. Um, Last year I ended up playing a little bit deeper throughout the season, so I, I didn't really get as many chances. Like I think I remember talking like to myself at one stage. I went through like seven or eight games without even shooting. So um, with the players we brought in this year and the way that we're playing, I think I think the gaffer wants me to play a bit higher up the pitch as I've started in, in like behind the striker the last two games. And I mean I've scored two and two, so I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah. Next couple of games. Um... 
another long trip down to Yeovil, which was a championship ground, wasn't it, last Saturday, Saturday? Yeah, yeah. Which was a championship ground only mm -hmm. about, what, seven or eight years or so ago, yeah. which would be an amazing experience. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Welling. So, yeah, oh, it's, it's the Bank Holiday. Yeah, 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 that'll be tough. That'll be good game, good weekend. I mean, I think last year we got zero points from the Bank Holiday weekend. So I'm hoping this year with two two wins on the trot, hopefully we can go there and keep winning. They've got to be one of the favourites, Jovo. You'd think, wouldn't you? For the Say again? you wouldn't, you would have thought Yeovil would be one of the favourites. One of the sides to be up there. Yeah, the definitely. Games, obviously, but... yeah, still full time. I think they've just yeah. come down. I mean, I've seen, I know a few of the boys have signed as well. They've made some big signings. So yeah, they're definitely going to be up there, but. I mean, at the end of the day, anything happens, so we'll go there and give them a good game. Right. Have a lovely journey home, you deserve you it, too. well done. Thank you, cheers. Well, look at that, an hour has come upon us already. So it's just have a quick look at the National League South table. Worthing lead the way, uh, still after their drop points at the weekend. Uh, they have nine points from their four games. Avely have the same, also do Western Supermare. All played 4-1-3, lost one. The only unbeaten side are Chelmsford City, who've won two and drawn two for their eight points. Weymouth, Yeovil and Bath City take up the remaining playoff places currently. Maidstone, Taunton and Torquay sit just outside after those first four matches. Down at the bottom, Welling are the only side without a point so far this season. Above them are Haven and Waterlooville, who have one point. Slough have three and Dartford also have three just outside the the uh, relegation zone are Truro and Eastbourne Borough. I'm back on Friday with a look at the weekend's fixtures and uh, until then, I hope you all have a good... <laughs>